0: Have you checked out the articles of religion?
1: (laughs) All the time.
0: Aren't you glad I brought that up today?
1: Matter of fact, Um, I don't have a paper copy of them with me today. (laughs) I'm just relying on the uh, mental image in my head where I've memorized them.
0: That's okay, because I have stolen the book of discipline from another pastor's office.
1: Oh, good. Okay.
0: Confession is good for the soul. Forgive me pastor who is not named okay
1: so now here's a test of that pastor how long would it take for that pastor to notice that oh
0: yes we should test that just
1: hang on to it and wait for that pastor to uh, send the all staff email yes has anybody seen my book of discipline and
0: by the way if you're the pastor that I loaned my book of discipline to I would like it back please okay that's funny Welcome to the West Pod, a place where Wesleyan theology and real life meet, and we're all just holding on to the promise that the best of all is God is with us.
1: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the West Pod. Uh, my name is John. I am one of your hosts, and with me is uh, Pastor Kristen. Hey. Also, one of the hosts. Um, That's what they tell me. And I am kicking today's episode off um, and then handing it over to Kristen because. She said a couple weeks ago, apparently that we were going to be back on December eighth. Wow! And we 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 took a longer break than expected. And I said, I need you to tell the listeners that because I don't want to like make it sound like I'm calling you a liar on our podcast. I I'm feel not. so
0: betrayed right now. That bus just like <laughs> broke my back, and then you went forward and backed up again.
1: But, but you're like
0: that wild
1: <laughs> lady who got mad at her husband
0: in the 90s and backed over him
1: uh, yeah. wow the, but the funny i have to i have to throw myself under the bus too the the reason that we we haven't uh, come back yet is we were actually going to record an episode and then i like got up and i got a phone call and got up and walked out of the room was like hey i gotta i gotta go do this bye <laughs> and, and we didn't record that day. And, <laughs> and so and, it's, just uh, been, it's just been. So
0: away it you know, went. And,
1: hey, it's 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 uh, Advent season around the church these days. And <laughs> that's how scheduling goes, right? So uh, so thank you, loyal listeners, for for being with us. Um, and we are certainly glad to be logging another episode today uh, because we, we finally got schedules to match up. And yes, that's, a, you know, that's like a Christmas miracle. I will say,
0: along with I'm sorry for. Saying December eighth, and then we didn't make it. I would also like to say that if we rewind the tapes, talk uh-huh. about an outdated metaphor. Oh yeah, but if we we don't we record go this back, on
1: actual tape. <laughs> <laughs> like, do we Not record this on actual Blake? tape? <laughs> no. Oh, I'm getting okay. We're okay.
0: good. Woo. I was about to have to go pull some tape out of a cassette player. Anyway, um, I never said a year, so oh, maybe true. we're actually early.
1: That's true. We're early for next December.
0: That's right. Season two was going to start in twenty twenty two.
1: We might, uh, the, we might need a year off after after twenty twenty. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Blake might need a year off from us. <laughs> oh, no.
1: But anyway, we are we are glad to be back and and. Uh, and uh, and talking to you once again about uh, Wesleyan theology, and continuing our little series, we've we've done this uh, during season one, this little jaunt through um, adult confirmation. Ooh,
0: and a lively jaunt it has been.
1: Yeah, and, and, and it's been very life giving for me too, because I, I, you know, sometimes we talk about complicated things in in ministry mm-hmm. uh, and in the church. But it's so nice to just go back and revisit and say, hey, what are those basic building blocks of our faith? Mm-hmm. Um, those things that we need to keep revisiting and, mm-hmm. and reworking on um, and, and not just pretend like we've arrived with even the simplest of theological concepts and teachings of the church. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I find it to be kind of reinvigorating in, in that regard. Um, you know, I've been doing a men's Bible study with some guys on Proverbs. And just that uh, refrain of like, go back at the beginning and and just kind of start over again. And remember Mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, fear of the Lord is the beginning of understanding. And sometimes it's it's nice to just go back to the beginning of it all and remember who we are and where we come from, and so.
0: I like that you note that we haven't arrived because uh, we'll be talking a lot about being self-critical today. We're in one of our uh, favorite, most lively, topics and that is uh, ecclesiology yes which is a great $25 word so why don't you tell everyone what ecclesiology is
1: well that's when we discuss uh, the nature of the church so it's called ecclesiology uh, it comes from the greek word ekklesia which is the word that we translate uh, as church in english out of mm-hmm. the out of the 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 Greek New Testament, um, you know, the, and the word really just it's it's those who are gathered, those who are called out together, uh, the gathering of the people. Um, you know, you can go back in ancient Greek literature, and there can be references to an ecclesia in a city. You know, it was like you know the the council that they gathered together, and we kind of appropriated that church, that word as the early Christian church, and said, <laughs> hey, that's us. That's us gathering together. We're gonna we're gonna use that word, um, and so we. Um,
0: Creation
1: established. Yes. Yeah. So we are talking about the nature of the gathering Mm -hmm. of of the church, but the nature of the community of the church. um, What is the church? And it feels sometimes it kind of feels funny uh, to talk to like look at something that seems so obvious, right?
0: Okay. Say more about that. Like what seems obvious?
1: Well, because we're we're in a church building. True. Well, we're we're in a
0: closet. You
1: know we're. (laughs) As as pastors, we're, uh you know we're leaders in the in the church, yes, um, we um, we have members of our church, you know, that we interact with, and we visitors to our church. We have guests mm-hmm. at our church. We have uh, we we use the word church in so but many different ways. We are the church, <laughs> right? And we are the church. Yeah. Um, you know, wasn't there a song back in the eighties where all these different uh, artists got together? Are you going to s- sing it? Saying, I am we are the, the, the church.
0: church. You are the church. We are the church together.
1: Oh, you know, see, see here's oh, You the know thing. this one. No, there's I
0: a, am the church. I was actually just trying to make church, a really bad joke about together. We Are the World. I am literally dancing yeah. <laughs> to this <laughs> just, song right now. I was just trying
1: to make a really bad joke about being confused about what the lyrics uh, were to We Are the World. Um,
0: <laughs> totally different concept. You know, when yeah, else yeah. have you
1: had you know, such a. What a would have happened if we
0: had gotten those artists together for this song about the church?
1: Oh, they would have been busy, oh. I'm sure. All the we, cheesiness we, that could
0: have happened. Yeah,
1: we we, we would have definitely had some uh, some uh, agents calling us back and saying, "No, we're we're, we're, we're bucked up." Sorry, <laughs>
0: sorry, sorry.
1: We just did. We're not cool enough thing, for yeah.
0: Michael Jackson. Come on now,
1: uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> and Willie Nelson, and who else was there? Um, but uh, yeah, you know, and so it's funny. Just we have to get back on track at some point. Um, <laughs> I remind myself this several times throughout any given day. Um, Sorry, but. that's my
0: fault. So back <laughs> but, to the church. Yeah, Ecclesia, which um, yeah. has to do with with uh, the church and, and gathering, a mm-hmm. gathering of people. A group I always people. heard it associated with the word call. Is, is the mm-hmm. Greek word also associated with the word call in any way? Why do I have that in my head?
1: Um, yeah, uh, there's the—I'd actually have to go look back at that. You've caught me at a moment when I should know this right offhand and— uh, I, I believe it's uh, so the yeah the Greek verb there is uh, kaléo or kalein, and that's the verb for to call. Oh, okay. Uh, and then the noun I believe is klesis, which is a call. So yeah, I'm I'm sorry, I'm just doing a little etymology no, 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 that's great. in my head on the spot. And so it's the the noun klesis is connected Our to the klesis, and, uh, and ek is the uh, the um, preposition. You know, it's the ones who are called out. So yes,
0: awesome. Okay, See, look, I knew something. Hey,
1: I and I just had to Take dig in the files. Take that, Greek scholars. I had, to, I had to dig around in the files. <laughs> it's in there somewhere.
0: But you know what? At least you had it in the files, because I'm like, I remember yeah. it vaguely, but I never yeah. took Greek, so...
1: Well, I took a lot of Greek, and apparently I didn't remember it, so... Well, well we, got, we got it is we'll like a whole together.
0: other language, and not one we use every single day.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, the... Um, but you know, it, it's interesting to go back and just ask a ask and ask the question again. Okay, well, examine it again. Well, what's the church? What do we mean by church? Because we use it in such a way that it just seems so obvious, right? Right. And so, just to kind of back up and put it under the microscope and think a little bit more deeply, mm-hmm. um, and maybe ask some new questions. Okay, so what what's church?
0: So, so what do you mm-hmm. um, say would be your kind of favored definition?
1: My favored definition yeah. uh, of the church. Um, I, I think the the metaphor, the body of Christ, is the best explanation for me, mm-hmm. um, because you know we 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 can say that yeah, technically church is a group of people who are called out together. Uh, it's a group of people who meet together. That's uh, a group of people who worship together. Um, you know, we we can say, oh, it's a it's a location. Even mm-hmm. when we say the church building, and but those things all kind of miss that central aspect of we are the church, the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. What are we called out for? Who are we called out by? What's our purpose that actually gets us together? And so, like tying it together in uh, in Christ and using that metaphor for the. Uh, for to help us kind of understand that, I think is my kind of that's where I that's where I kind of sit. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I like the body of Christ. Sorry, I gave you like a really pregnant pause there. I like <laughs> the body of Christ. I mean, that's that's a good one. Um, I'm thinking back about other definitions, right? You've got right. Calvin who who says that. Basically, anywhere the word is preached and the sacraments are given, that's yeah. that's church.
1: Right, and um, that's Calvin, John Calvin, the theologian, not yes. the kid with the imaginary tiger friend, right, right. okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely not okay. not Calvin, <laughs> a friend of Hobbes, um, not any other Calvin that we know, but John Calvin, um, Wesley's favorite person. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I also think like David Kelsey has a really good definition of church. Um, and, and I like it because you can kind of break it down. We certainly did in my uh, theology class, kind of um, really broke it down. Um, but he says the, the church is a community of persons who understand themselves as called by God to mission in the world, understanding Jesus Christ to be a call to live in the world as companions. Um, And then uh, talks about how uh, we do so in a way that's appropriate uh, to the inauguration of the rule of God uh, within this world in our lives, in death, and in resurrection. Um, uh, And then then ends it with as witnessed in scripture. So he kind of hits like, a thousand and five different theological spectrums, oh, right? Yeah. Like the, very seminary about, professor oh, yes. uh, so, definition of church. Yes. We're gonna talk about Jesus and we're gonna talk about right. people and we're gonna talk about what we're called to do. But I I think there's something to this yeah. idea of of wrapping a definition of we are the church to to say that this is kind of a positionality of yeah. the ways that we um the way we see ourselves existing Together, right, yeah. right. Um, I like that
1: existing together piece mm-hmm. because existing. I mean, there's there's this lived out essence, mm-hmm. you know, that is part of being the church, and, right. and I think that you know if we can kind of tie it back into, um, we've said over and over again through this. Um, through this journey through adult confirmation, and, and what does Wesleyan theology look like? What is, you know uh, Christian doctrine kind of through the lens of, of the teachings of, uh, and ministry of John Wesley uh, and, and our branch of the family tree? You know, our branch of the Christian family tree. What does that look like? And we we've said this a lot, and we have to say it again here: is that when we talk about these teachings, these doctrines. Um, they all kind of come back around and come home and they must be practical they must be lived mm-hmm. out. That's a really important aspect of no matter, no matter what topic we've been on right Like practicality, the the ability for it to be lived out and, and played out in, in life um, you know put action to it that's yeah. always it's always something we're talking about. And so when we talk about something like the church, it's important that we talk about existence together, existing together, mm-hmm. living together, being in mission together. The purpose of us coming together, what we actually do as the church—that's um, got to be part of it.
0: Oh right? yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so can I can I tell you my? Um, actually, I'm not going to say it that way. I'm going to say this. Have you checked out the Articles of Religion? <laughs>
1: <laughs> All the time. Yeah. yeah.
0: Aren't you glad I brought that up today?
1: Matter of fact, Um, I don't have a paper copy of them with me today. (laughs) I'm just relying on the uh, mental image in my head where I've memorized them.
0: That's okay, because I have stolen the book of discipline from another pastor's office.
1: Oh, good. Okay.
0: Confession is good for the soul. Forgive me. Pastor no. who is not named.
1: Okay, so now here's a test of that pastor. How long would it take for that pastor to notice that? Oh, it's kind
0: of <laughs> yes. We should test we should that. Just
1: hang on to it and wait for that pastor to uh, send the all staff email back. Like, yes. Has anybody seen my book of discipline? And
0: by the way, if you're the pastor that I loaned my book of discipline to, I would like it back, please. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so I've uh, I've stolen this uh, book of discipline. And I I started looking like, how do we define the church just in the book of discipline. We define it in a couple of places because we have the articles of religion. We've got what was said by the Methodist Church somewhere around 1808. Okay. And we also have what was said by the Evangelical United Brethren Church, which we yeah. we we haven't done a podcast on history, but we've brought up a couple of times yeah. that the United Methodist Church is kind of the marriage of these two groups, right? Yes.
1: It's like when you um you're a kid in the 80s and you got that box of nerds <laughs> and like one, s- on one and like side. one side was strawberry and the other side was grape and you would open either independently but it was best when you opened both at once and just and just dumped just it all on your dump mouth dump it yeah. in yeah it's absolutely just, it's just this coming together
0: uh, <laughs> so uh, what i hear you saying is the merging of these two denominations was like a marriage in nerd heaven yeah. Okay. Just wanting to make yes. sure, nerd marriage. All right. So anyway, um, the Methodist John.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I'm so grateful yeah. that we united with the EUB. Yeah. Because the, the Methodist, Evangelical
1: United Brethren. Yes. Church, right, yeah.
0: Yes. Because this is what Article 13 of the Methodist um, Articles of Religion say. Um, the visible church of Christ is a congregation of faithful men in which the pure word of God is preached and the sacraments are duly administered mm. according to Christ's ordinance and all those things that of necessity are requisite to the same. Yeah. What's my beef with this? You know what my um, beef has
1: to be. That it, it uh, expressly mentions men.
0: Right, where uh, and, are the and women? Happy,
1: and we're certainly happy that men are there, uh, but there is uh, obviously no mention of women or, or right. you know, attempted inclusion there. Uh, is that from the, you know, and and we could certainly unpack this that assumption that the masculine um, pronoun was uh, was intended to capture, uh, mm. you know, the the more inclusive uh, aspects of it, but but it does just say men and. Uh, that's a little problematic, yeah. It definitely. is, so and let's... I'm
0: not sure if it was like just a pronoun thing, because I mean, I'm looking at the other articles on this uh-huh. page, and um, I don't see anything that says, you know, well, men as I'll stand, as with, I'll stand to... with you
1: in frustration about yes. that, then. Those yeah.
0: 1808 Methodists, get get your acts together. Come on, guys. Yeah. Um, Notice, I said nothing to yeah, the women.
1: Just guys. Yeah. I'm
0: just making sure I'm, <laughs> you know, following suit. No, but but what I really like, in in seriousness, um, that was really kind of short and sweet, and it meets mm-hmm. all of Calvin's, you know, right? Yeah, um, it talks about you know, the, scripture, the, the um, preaching of the word, absolutely. the sacraments,
1: you know, yeah,
0: absolutely. But I really like um, what the Evangelical United Brethren said, and they said we believe the Christian Church, and we've got two capitals right here, right? Yeah. So we're talking universal. Mm -hmm. Um, is the community of all true believers under the lordship of Christ. We believe it is one holy, apostolic, and Catholic. It is the redemptive fellowship in which the word of God is preached by, now I'm gonna pull some beef with them too, by men divinely called. Yeah. um, And sacraments are duly administered. And women
1: divinely called. Yes.
0: Persons divinely called. um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um and the sacraments are duly administered according to Christ's own appointment under the discipline of the Holy Spirit. The church exists for the maintenance of worship, which we'll talk about soon in yeah, another, another episode, episode. Yeah. yeah. The edification of believers and the redemption of the world.
1: Yeah. Um I like there that is such a better right take on it. Especially right? that uh, redemptive fellowship, that idea of redemptive community, um, yeah, you know, and that gets into you know kind of the mission, what we do. Um, that that's really important for us to touch on that, yeah. You know, the preaching right. of the word, the administering of the sacraments, uh, the presence and work of the Holy Spirit in and among and through the people. Um, this redemptive nature of our life together in Christ mm-hmm. uh, that bears witness to the world. Right. I mean, yeah. There's so many different aspects in that mm-hmm. really point to things that um, you know we actually still do today.
0: Right. There's a and and, need to do. And there's a couple of things in it I really appreciate. I like the acknowledgement. It's a community. Mm-hmm. And and you brought out the words redemptive fellowship. I cannot think of another place. And I mean, I'm seminary trained. You're seminary trained. Can you think of another place where you've actually seen those words paired together?
1: Redemptive and fellowship. Right. Um, apart from the articles of religion of the Evangelical United Brethren Church that I have memorized, <laughs> uh, no.
0: I'm so glad you yeah, brought yeah, that I'm up. Sure. Um, yeah. and They and, work well
1: together. They yeah. do,
0: and I think what it does. I mean, we can take those words and go, "Oh, that's pretty," but those words are saying something about the nature of relationship mm-hmm. and and the ways in which we make one another yes. better. Yeah, right. And I just, I don't know. There's something something about that that I love. But it also, you know, it acknowledges that you know we're about the preaching of God's word. We're about mm. sacrament, but we're also we're not just about us, right? Right. Yeah. Um, yes, we are here to worship. Yes, we are here to edify, which, you know, lift up, yeah. lift up one another as believers. So there is an aspect of church that exists for us as yeah. believers, as church, as members of White's Chapel, but we don't exist in isolation. And so how yeah. is it that we are a part the redemption of the world? We don't mm-hmm. exist. For ourselves,
1: right? That's that's right. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's uh, there's like a self-emptying mm-hmm. um, nature to this, and, and the theological word for that is it's um, you know it's a, there's a kenotic aspect mm-hmm. to this, and that comes from the Greek word kenosis, which means like pouring out or emptying out. Um, and we we get that picture of of Christ Himself uh, in Philippians chapter two, when Paul is writing this letter to the churches in Philippi up in northeastern Greece. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, and and he's encouraging them and he quotes that what you know the kind of main thought in New Testament scholarship uh, given to us by a group of people called the form critics. Um the, the the big uh the big thought there is that this little thing that that Paul quotes in Philippians chapter two is a hymn that was in use in the church and sung, and then he quotes it in the letter, you know, and it's this, you know, have the mind of Christ who, you know, he, he I mean, he was, and this is my paraphrase of it. Um, I have an open Bible in front of me, and yet I'm still paraphrasing, which shows you <laughs> what my actual energy level is right <laughs> at this moment. Uh, it's been a, yeah, it's been a long that, day, that, guys. That, that Christ uh, who is in, you know, the very, you know, he, he he's, He's God, you know, and, and then he, yet he empties himself and he humbles himself. He comes down and he he lives as us, Mm -hmm. He lives as we live, Um, you know, and, and of course there were some, you know, this isn't the church history episode, but there were some heresies tied to some uh, (laughs) different aspects of kenosis in the early church. Uh, But the, the, the idea there is that we, we don't exist for ourselves because Mm -hmm. Christ himself models that for us. Right. And what binds us together in the church? What's our purpose? You know, it's it's around Christ,
0: right? So, how do you? Um, so we've kind of talked about what we are as a church, mm-hmm. um, and one of the one of the things I really appreciated um, when when we had this conversation in in class, low those very few years ago, because I refuse to say <laughs> it's been that long, um, is we talked about the church as. Um, Living up to its name yeah. right like do we do we do what it is we say we do um, mm. and if we don't, what then? yeah right um,
1: that's a question we should always be asking yeah.
0: right this idea of being self-critical right um,
1: and and that's actually that's actually not just a good intellectual exercise, right That's part of what we do as the church when we you know, we have a confession that we make together, mm-hmm. you know, and, and also this isn't the worship episode. Right. Our, <laughs> <laughs> part of We're our liturgy. We're not going to talk about
0: creeds yet. <laughs> yeah, part
1: of our liturgy that, you know, we have a confession that we say mm-hmm. together. You know, hey, we, we say things together as a church, as a people, when we prepare to come to the Lord's table right. and receive the sacrament of Holy Communion, we say, what well, you know, hey, we haven't been an obedient church. You know, mm-hmm. we, you know, we have messed up. We have failed. Right. We have fallen short. Um, And so, the church certainly has fallen short down through human history, and it certainly will fall short again. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that it's broken and messed up and useless. It actually means that, um, you know, we need to continue to rely on the grace of God that's at work, and we need to to continue to strive to be that redemptive fellowship.
0: Right. Well, we can't be the church without acknowledging sin, right? right? I mean... Mm-hmm. We we acknowledge sinfulness, not just in ourselves, but—and we talked about this when we did our sin episode, right? Yeah, but all so, these
1: things tie together, which is what's absolutely. great about like doing a run-through confirmation is like <laughs> you, you see the pieces weaving together, and mm-hmm. they're not just separate categories and separate chapters of a book, but they, you know, it's like a—I'm looking for a good metaphor, and all I can think of is Legos. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But I have Legos. a seven-year-old son, so you know that that makes sense. Yeah.
0: I'm, I've uh, got teenage girls. My uh, metaphor would probably have something to do with makeup tutorials.
1: <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I, I don't, I could not speak to that. Even though I have an 11-year-old daughter, I, I'm, I'm just ignoring the fact that she wants to wear makeup and talk about boys. Your day's coming,
0: buddy. No, she's. Uh,
1: <laughs> I refuse to acknowledge that too. <laughs>
0: Oh, so, yeah, i i I think there's something to um when we talk about the church acknowledging mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that the church um, is still. Uh, I love the way another another pastor said this to me once. He said, "We we really are just the biggest group of imperfect people, so ser- serving a mm-hmm. perfect God, yes. um, and trying our best, um, and which means we don't always get it right, and sometimes mm-hmm. our best doesn't even look like we're trying our best." Yeah, um, and that's kind of the nature of of what it is to be in a. In a fallen world, the question becomes: Can we, as a church, be self-critical enough yeah. to come back and acknowledge um, our our sin, our fallenness, yeah. and repent, and and thereby become this this holy, redemptive mm-hmm. fellowship See, that would, we aspire to be? I'd go
1: so far as to say that if we, when we fail to do that, we really don't live up to our name. Oh, we, absolutely. We don't. Yeah. We're not. We're not the called out people of God um, mm-hmm. and witness to the world, bound together in Christ. We're not living into that unless we unless we do acknowledge it. and And it's helpful and discuss- even just as, as a as a pastor talking to um, you know parishioners or church members. Um, or just as a, a Christian talking to people, mm-hmm. it's always helpful for us to acknowledge those ways that, yeah, the church has hurt people. The church has hurt me. Um, I've been frustrated with the church. I don't know how many conversations I've had in, in mm-hmm. that vein, especially out in, you know, I'm at White's Chapel now, but, you know, a previous chapter was out in church planting. And so many of the people I would run into, you know, the conversation wasn't, hey, I've never heard the gospel before. You, you do run into people. Right. Uh, who haven't heard a good presentation of the gospel um, but more often than not the conversation was with people who would say yeah you know I, I used to go to church but I kind of got hurt by the church the church right. kind of messed up and um, I'm a little and people harboring bitterness against the church and, right. and, and and not to say hey they shouldn't be hurt by it. it's not um, negating their experience and their feelings um, and justifying the behavior of the church. It's just that's where so many people are. And I think that's one of the mm-hmm. practical outcomes of talking about the church and the nature of the church is yeah. really beginning to say, hey, it's important that we live into that redemptive fellowship aspect of this. It's important that mm-hmm. we confess where we fall short. It's important that we continue to rely on the grace of God together mm-hmm. and keep giving this a try. Yeah, um,
0: and, and I think you're right. What I What I hear most often from folks who um, don't go to church. Um, they're, they're either nominally churched, um, you know, or never, never been is their problem really stems from what the way we want to appear versus the way we are. And so what, what I think my challenge would be, and I know we have to begin wrapping this episode up because we are going to meet our goal of under 40 minutes. Um, but, um, Th- before December eighth, we before will meet December, our goal, yes, year uh, to nights. be determined. Yes. Um but yeah, i I really would hope that the church can be itself, yeah. which which is to say that, yes, we are we are we see ourselves as set apart for this mm-hmm. mission of bringing Christ to the world. Yeah. Yes, we wanna offer that, but we we really need to be ourselves doing that, which means we don't get to pretend yeah. that we are holy and, and righteous and morally yeah. above all the mess and muck of this world. We've got to start with admitting that we are part of the mess and muck of yeah. this world and and that we are just trying day by day yeah. to be better, live better, do better, and and follow yeah. Christ as closely as we can.
1: And you, and you know where I find so much comfort and encouragement kind of in that vein
0: mm-hmm.
1: is, you know, Jesus traveled the earth during his years of earthly ministry with his disciples, his followers, mm-hmm. um, and then... When, when he was uh, ascending back into heaven, you know, before he was going away, he gave them that charge, the Great Commission like, hey, right. my disciples, um, listen, I'm always going to be with you. I'm sending the Holy Spirit to empower you and equip you to be witnesses, um, but go make more disciples. Mm-hmm. Go go, go, uh, go do this again with others. And from that point in Acts chapter 2, um, where the Holy Spirit comes and empowers the church. And, you know, Peter begins preaching in the streets and mm-hmm. all these miracles are happening and, and people are being added to the number of the church and being baptized. Um, like all that stuff is so amazing to read. I read through that stuff with just with, you know, my jaw on the floor all the time. Um, but what I love to do is go back and read those gospel accounts where these disciples are just bumbling along. Right? Well. My, and, and, and just just time after time after time they they don't get it and Jesus knows that they don't get it and yet Jesus doesn't give up on him and Jesus mm-hmm. Jesus said, okay just keep following just keep going just we're, we're not there yet okay right. um and you know that that moment I, you know as I look at these moments in acts chapter 2 where Peter's standing up and addressing thousands of people in Jerusalem on the day of pentecost and you know thousands of people are being added to the church um and then I, I also just am on like the other side of the page in my mind, I'm thinking about that scene at the end of John's Gospel, where you know Peter has denied Jesus um, three times on the night of his um, you know arrest and trial, and um, and people ask Jesus, ask Peter, like, hey, do you know him? You're you were with him, right? And he says, no, I don't know him, and yeah. he denies him just outright three times, and then at the end of the Gospel of John, Jesus comes. And after being resurrected, he's he's talking to Peter and and he reinstates him. Mm-hmm. And and Peter has messed up so much in that yeah. in that moment, and Jesus doesn't mm-hmm. give up on Peter. Still, he's still and that's you know and so we put that in like personal narrative so often in our Christian walk, and that I think that's right to do. Like God, got by God's grace, you know, Christ isn't giving up on me. I'm still continuing. But I think to think of the church, the redemptive fellowship, the holy community, the body of Christ together, that. Mm-hmm. As imperfect as we may be together, mm-hmm. even in community, that God still doesn't give up on us. That Christ yeah. still um, we're. What's, what's funny? I've heard other preachers put it this way: like you know, the church has always been God's plan. We look at it and we think it can be so messed up, and yet it's still God's plan A. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah, <laughs> that we're the we're the. It wasn't like
0: of, I'm settling on you. <laughs> yeah, like
1: we're you know, but we're the holders of the mission of Jesus Himself. And yeah. and as scary as that sounds, sometimes it's also so um, and you know, I, encouraging and inspiring to just know that we're not in this alone. Yeah, that God didn't say, "Okay, go be church by yourselves and let me know how you're doing." Uh, Jesus says, "Lo, I'll be with you always." Right, you know, and, and the and Holy Spirit important. is present and at work. And so, yeah, yeah. Sorry. But, no, apparently I can just keep talking about this for such a long time.
0: We have found um, the thing you are passionate about talking yeah. about. No, I, I, I was thinking as you were talking about Peter and and, um, you know, Peter, do you love me? Uh-huh. Is that's that's not the last time Peter experiences conflict, and and that's not the mm-hmm. last time the church yeah. experiences um I mean certainly not yeah. um in in my story. Um that's not the last time the church experiences conflict. And right. and sometimes we do scripture a disservice when we talk about Acts and this this mm-hmm. Pentecost moment and this commission moment and and yeah. look what what Christ has empowered us all to do. And then we forget that also in the record is is Paul fighting with Barnabas. Also in the record are Peter and Paul uh-huh. disagreeing yeah. vehemently yeah. with one another,
1: yeah, calling
0: each other out, like in the text. Yeah, and right? Paul and
1: Paul saying this and, John Mark guy is no good. Like yes. he, he needs to get get out of here. Yes, and he goes and John Mark goes with uh, Barnabas. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, John Mark is Mark. You know, who, yes,
0: yes, he, and and so
1: I mean, John Mark <laughs> is such an important part of of the story, right? And you know, my name is John Mark. I'm named after this guy who wasn't good enough for Paul.
0: Oh, man, if I had known that, I'd have picked another podcast <laughs> <partner>. Right, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, but even Peter himself, you know, what is, Peter's like, hey, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna preach to Gentiles. I'm not right. gonna baptize Gentiles. And God says, hold on a minute. Wait a minute. And gives Peter this vision in a dream and says, mm-hmm. you know, hey, we're doing this differently. Come on, just keep walking toward me. Right. Um, and, and so it's this, this idea of that redemptive fellowship that isn't—we're always kind of in that process of redemption, right, mm-hmm. together, um, which is just a beautiful aspect of the nature of the church.
0: Right. And and I think the reason I brought it up that I, yeah. I think it's important that we talk about this kind of area of conflict, John, and, and the redemption is that— um, I, th- I think I want that to be part of the challenge, maybe of what we're saying today, that, you know, as we mm-hmm. wrap up and as we think about how we define the church, who the church is, what yeah. my role in the church is, all of that, as as we think about that, my challenge to the church would be to just mm-hmm. you're messy. I'm messy. We're all messy. We know you're messy because I had to clean up after you at lunch yeah. yesterday. Um,
1: what, did, uh, <laughs> what did one of our associates uh, tell, tell me? Like, he called me pig pen. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Well, so I had,
0: anyways, all I had of that lunch to in say, a common area.
1: Church. I might have spilled honey mustard on a table and not cleaned it up when I left.
0: All of that to say, church, just show up and be your messy self and don't pretend yeah. you're anything other than that. Yeah. That is what will turn people off. If we're going to yeah. live into this mission, be real, Yeah. be vulnerable, and and. That that is the way that we're in a redemptive fellowship is yeah. that when you leave honey mustard on my conference room table, I will clean it up, harass you, and you will say, forgive me, Kristen, I will never leave honey mustard on the table again. It was really good honey um, mustard
1: too. <laughs> It wasn't like the cheap stuff like it was <laughs> it, it was, was like the spicy brown mustard with the mustard seeds in it like it it was
0: <laughs> So if yeah. Seeds wants to uh buy some yeah, ad well, time they've definitely got could it do from a you. Spot, I
1: think. Um
0: yeah. but but in seriousness um we rib mm-hmm. each other, we joke. Mm-hmm. Um uh that's that's part of who we are.
1: Yeah, um, and just and, be real. And again, you know, uh, so we've talked about the nature of the church kind of in our closing thoughts. Let's put out there for our listeners too because some people might be listening to this and saying okay well that's great but what's my role in the church right, right yeah and what is our what do we teach about one of the aspects of the nature of the church that we get you know from the book of discipline as well from our church's doctrine is that every hey listen every baptized christian is a minister mm-hmm, you
0: know? absolutely you we do all, not have we forever. are
1: all we are all yep. responsible for this, you don't this have to have Rev hold. in
0: front of your name.
1: No, we <laughs> we are all responsible. And as so many preachers have said in, in uh sermons past and will again, the best availability is or the best ability is availability. You know, mm. just being there and being present and being Absolutely. say, yeah, I oh, I want to help serve, and then trusting God to you know give you the strength and the grace to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what makes this work. You know, us working in concert with the Holy Spirit and trusting that God is going to be there you know, to pull us forward, to pull us right. together, to pull us closer, um, and, to, and to give us what we need to be in mission, mm-hmm. to be the church in the world. Because yeah. we are the church. I am the church.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You are the church. We are the church
0: together. Mm-hmm. And best of all, for all the church, is that God is with us. Amen and with to that, that yeah. I think we'll see you guys next time.
1: All right. Bye, everybody.